This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Bunny Michael. When you approach your life from the consciousness of your higher self, then knowing how worthy you are, Every aspect of your life begins to change. Your relationships, your career, your self-care, your body image, everything. Because this is the process of unlearning the conditioning of our culture that raised us to believe we have to prove ourselves to belong. True success starts with knowing how much you deserve. Following your higher self is an awakening process and it's no easy feat. But as you will hear from the callers on this podcast... Our paths might look different, but our journey is the same. Welcome to Exo Higher Self. Hi, everyone. We are so happy to be back from our break and getting into new episodes. We got a lot done these past few weeks off, including starting our moving process. Yeah, so we are slowly transitioning to moving from Brooklyn to upstate New York. I know, it's so cliche. So the past few weeks, me and Kara have been doing like a lot of home repairs, lawn work, and all that kind of stuff. I'm feeling very grateful for the opportunity to live and work in a new environment. Change can be scary because you're taking a step into the unknown, but resisting change can also create a lot of anxiety because we're human beings and it's our nature to grow. We are now in June and it is Pride Month. You know what I love about Pride Month other than the fact it's a celebration of being LGBTQA+, is that Pride is healing for everyone. Because it's a reminder that despite what our culture or society has conditioned us to believe, you're worthy just for being you. And that is a lesson we must all learn. That is the realization of your higher self. That's why upliftment and visibility of queer people in media and in workplaces and everywhere has been so integral to helping humanity evolve and realize how expansive we are. Yep, it's all so beautiful and so magical. Before we get started, I have a big announcement. We are opening the phone line if anyone wants to respond to a question they heard on the podcast with some more advice or encouragement. So let's say you hear a question on today's episode and you hear what I have to say about it and feel like there's another good point to make or maybe you went through a similar thing and learned something you want to share or you just really feel moved to send that person a loving message, you can leave a voicemail at our number 740-481-1216 and we will play your responses at the end of new episodes as we receive them. Be sure to say which episode you're responding to as well. Like you can say, this message is from a caller on episode 42, for example. Okay, 
All right, that's enough of the intro. Let's get to the questions. Hi, Bunny. Thank you so much for everything you've done for me and the community. Um, I don't know how I would have made it through without you during this pandemic, and I'm sure a lot of people would say the same. My question for you is, um, my boyfriend of one year, his dog died, which I was um, there through the last moments. I was there when he took it to the vet um, and everything. However, yesterday, I, I would have been understanding if he wanted to take some time off and be alone for a while, but yesterday he decided to go out with his friends drinking. He was being very um, passive with me, and I just don't understand why he didn't want to share that grieving process with me when I'm also grieving too, and I want to be there for him. Um, I just want to know if I need to listen to my higher self at this moment and just be the bigger person, or if... You know, I do see that if there's something wrong with him, you know, not sharing that experience with me. He said that he was going to be an asshole and he just wants to be selfish and he doesn't want me to be around for that. But I think in a relationship, you need to be able to show all parts of yourself. And that creates a distrust in me that although I don't think he's cheating on me, that's not where I'm going. Um, I can't fully trust him as a person if he's not showing me all sides of himself and he's unwilling to share his grieving process with me when he's sharing it with his friends and getting drunk um, and being reckless. So I just need some guidance because I, I'm also grieving and he's made me feel very alone in this process and he's added an extra layer of things for me and I don't know how to handle it and I'm feeling hurt on so many levels and I just want to know what, what would my higher self tell me to do or feel or be right now. Thank you so much, Bunny. Oh, I am so sorry that this has been so hard for you and so hurtful, babe. I have so much compassion for your grieving process and the loss that you feel. I'm sure you spent a lot of time with his dog over the past year and being there and witnessing the passing is really tough. Everyone grieves differently, and everyone has different coping mechanisms for dealing with difficult feelings. Your boyfriend is used to coping by hanging out with his friends and drinking. That's understandable. A lot of people turn to drinking in order to numb the pain. And I'm guessing that since that's not the type of behavior the two of you normally engage in in your relationship, he knows he can count on his buddies to be there for him in that way. You are someone who wants to talk about the grief, wants to process it, wants to face it. And that is a testimony of your own spiritual and emotional growth. Your own connection to your higher self that knows just numbing the feelings won't help the healing process. But not everyone is there yet with how they handle difficult emotions. And as much as you want your boyfriend to process with you, you can't force him to be ready for that. It's not that he doesn't care about your feelings. It's not that he doesn't care about your feelings. It's that dealing with your feelings about this will force him to confront his feelings. Perhaps after some time when the wound doesn't feel so painful, he will come around to be able to process with you. But this is the death of his dog, and I'm sure he had that dog for many years. This is like the loss of a child. So be patient with his process. 
Don't take it personally that he can't be there for you right now. There are times in every relationship where we have to be strong for the other person. We have to see them with a compassionate heart and know we all grow at different times in our life. If his being emotionally unavailable to you continues in other aspects of your relationship, then I think you should talk to him about being more open to sharing his feelings. It's not easy for everyone though, and not everyone is willing. So you have to decide what you are willing to be patient about, what you need in a partner to feel compatible. But when it comes to the grieving of his dog, I think give it some time before you say anything about your needs with this. He loves you. Both of your emotions are raw right now. Is there a good friend you can call and hang out with and get some emotional support right now to lean on? We have to expand our support networks beyond our partners too. Because there will be times in every relationship when you need someone other than your partner to support you. When your partner can't be there for you in a certain moment for whatever reason. I think this is one of those times. Hi Bunny. I have a question about why sometimes I find myself doing things that are in opposition to the goals I've stated for myself. For instance, I set a goal earlier this year that I want to move somewhere warm and I know where that is and I have written it down and that's what I really want. Yet I find myself buying winter clothes and realizing that is against this goal or opposition to this goal and another example is sometimes I find myself doing things that are the opposite of what I want and finding a partner and I just don't know if I should always be tracking towards my goals in every instance or if it's possible to not be linear in this journey towards my goals. I find myself being hard on myself when I'm not doing the exact thing that is leading towards my goals. So if you have any thoughts on that, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Being hard on yourself for making choices that don't reflect your goals isn't going to help you reach them. I want you to think about why you have those goals. What do you think accomplishing them will bring you? Say, for example, your goal of moving to a tropical climate. I'm assuming you believe it will bring you peace and happiness to live somewhere warm and beautiful, and that's a wonderful goal to have. But it takes time, and you have to grow into a goal. I prefer that than saying work your way to a goal, because if you just make it about the accomplishment, you will only be satisfied with the goal for a short time, and then you'll be unhappy again until you accomplish another goal. So I prefer grow into a goal because it's a journey where you learn about yourself along the way, you learn about your fears, you learn about your desires, you learn about your confidence, you learn about how worthy you feel. And the whole process, even though it might on the surface be about living in a tropical place, what it's really about is growing as a person and awakening to how worthy you are. 
So that process is not helped by beating yourself up for not being there yet or buying winter clothes instead of summer clothes. What will help you get there is loving yourself and encouraging yourself and being patient with yourself. It's the same about finding the partner you want. You're still growing and learning how to be a good partner yourself. This is a process and the more in tune you are with your higher self, the less you will put yourself down and allow yourself to just be present in the moment. I have every confidence that you will reach your goals, but don't wait until you reach them to enjoy who you are. Hello, Exo Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, an outsider's guide to loving yourself in a tough world is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self. And everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. Hi, Bunny. Just wanted to say hello and thank you for sharing so much wisdom and love every week on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I just had a question about my current relationship. I've been on and off with this person for a couple years. The pandemic kind of really solidified our relationship and we spent a lot of time together, obviously, on lock- during lockdown. Um, but then when he went back to work in September, our dynamic changed and he seemed very consumed by his job and he has a very busy, stressful job. So I understand that aspect of it, um, objectively, but I feel like I'm just not getting enough of what I need in the relationship and Often he gets so consumed and busy that I might not hear from him for most of the day. And it's important for me to get texts sometimes just to know that the person I'm with is thinking about me. But it's triggered a lot of my insecurities and led to a lot of arguments. Um, And I'm not really sure how to fix it because we've talked about it. But it seems like part of him just, maybe that's just not the way he functions or... He's just not capable when he's busy with his job. I really want to make it work. I'm just not sure how at this moment, because we do love each other, I know, ultimately. Um, If you could just share any advice how to, what my higher self would say um, in this situation and about how I should go from here. Okay, thank you so much, Bunny. You deserve a relationship where you are getting your needs met. But so does your partner. And right now the issue is about both of you needing to see each other from the perspective of your higher self and being compassionate for each other's needs. It's understandable that him not texting you at work is triggering and makes you feel insecure, but he is in a really stressful environment with a lot of demands from people. Perhaps he's hearing your need that he has to send you a text by a certain time in the day as another demand. 
and doesn't feel supported by you, like you really understand what he's going through. And he doesn't feel like you trust him enough to know that he loves you despite not receiving the text as soon as you want it. The reason I'm encouraging you to look at it that way is because whether you get him to text you or not, you have to come to a point within yourself where you trust the relationship enough to not go to that fearful and insecure place or else this issue will surface in another form. And he needs to trust that you love him and are not trying to add to his stress and that you will always be there to support him. Look, your relationship got shaped from the pandemic when he didn't have to be at work. So both of you are just adjusting to this new dynamic and that's gonna take some time. I'm sure he would much rather be cuddling with you on the couch watching Netflix than stressing at work, but he doesn't really have a choice right now. And if his work and lifestyle is just not compatible with what you want in a partner, then you have every right to find someone who can be more available to you. But you said you want to make it work, so make it work for you. Remind yourself during the day that there's nothing to feel insecure about and tell him that you support him. The more flexible you are, the more he will loosen up too. Right now, there's a lot of change and everyone is just tense and not malleable. Bring in the love and the trust. Be willing to compromise so he can too and be patient with each other. That's what makes a relationship work. Hi, Bunny. Um, So I am just finishing my degree and in a few months I'm going to have to find all new housemates. I don't know who they're going to be yet. Um, All a new job. Um, I'm starting a master's which I'm really lucky to be able to do, but I just feel very scared about just moving on and having to leave my current friends and housemates and everyone kind of going on their own path now. I don't really know what my path is and I'm scared to be on my own. Um, I recently just told my best friend that I was in love with them and they said that they felt the same and we always kind of had but we decided to stay friends to preserve our friendship because we thought that a relationship wouldn't work and that was the right decision. And I'm glad that we were able to talk that through and that we are in a good enough place to be able to talk that through. But um, I guess I always thought that we would be together and now I'm kind of moving on to start a completely new chapter and knowing that that's never going to happen. And I still have them as an amazing friend, but... I just feel quite alone because it's just me choosing what I'm doing now and I'm doing it all on on my own. And I was just wondering if you have any advice about starting a new chapter and feeling confident in your choices and confident that you will attract the people and the things and the opportunities that you want, even though you feel like it's quite overwhelming. Thank you. Oh, babe, you're getting older and change is happening and it's okay to be feeling overwhelmed right now. You just had this deeply emotional experience with your best friend. You're feeling sensitive and that's okay. I want you to know that all of the relationships you've had in the past, your good friends, your housemates, all of that didn't happen just spontaneously. It happened because you found people who you knew felt right and treated you with love and care. 
You know how to find those kindred spirits and you'll continue to find them your whole life. I want you to have more faith in yourself. It's true you'll be making more decisions on your own, but you're ready for this. And you'll always have a support system that's just a text away. I think I said in the intro of this podcast that I was feeling nervous about moving out of Brooklyn, the place I've lived since 2001, because it's facing an unknown. But if we want a life with new experiences, this is the trade-off. You're gonna feel a little bit scared. And those feelings happen all through life no matter what age you are. But the feelings aren't who you are. Your higher self is within you and knows you are more than capable of thriving wherever you go. What you have to do is remind yourself of that. Remind yourself of what your higher self already knows. That doesn't mean you won't make some mistakes along the way, but even the mistakes are helping you learn and do better. Sometimes we just have to surrender to the flow of where our hearts are taking us. We have to surrender and we have to have faith. Soon you will realize the more you do that, the more you will get out of this strange yet beautiful human experience. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to keep sending in your questions. And also don't forget to leave a response to a question if your heart feels called to. Remember, you can leave a voicemail or write us an email for me to read on the show too. I'm sending you hugs. Remember to be patient with yourself. Be patient with your goals. Be encouraging. Be nice to yourself. Share your higher self with as many people as you can. Okay? I love you and so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye. Exo Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari. 